Hey guys, it's Derek. We're back on the podcast. And this week, Ash and I are sitting down to discuss why you need to stop chasing the trends. And by the trends, you know what I mean. We're talking about all of the fad diets, the fancy, flashy, sexy fitness programs that you see out there. You need to stop chasing all of those things that are a quick fix or that will, quote unquote, accelerate your results. There is nothing out there that is going to accelerate your results in a sustainable and healthy way. Unfortunately, fitness and nutrition are lifelong games. There is no shortcut around it. There is no secret formula to getting incredible, sustainable results at a faster rate. So we are here to explain what you should be focusing on, what it is that you need to understand in order to set yourself up for success when you're pursuing these goals, and why all of those things are so important on your health and fitness journey. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 64. I'm having trouble keeping a straight face because Ash is <laughs> laughing at me because this is take number two. Uh, these don't always go as planned the first time around. He's uh, like, but, it's Saturday afternoon. No, it's not. It's Sunday. But y'all would have never known that listening. <laughs> so again, we didn't need to reset, but here we are. Uh, it is Sunday afternoon. And uh, we are here with you. We are about to bring you an awesome discussion, and we'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, but first, our typical introduction. In terms of life updates, not a whole lot has changed since last week. We're still waiting, uh, potentially waiting on that news yep. that we're then going to make an announcement for. Uh, we also, what else is going on in our life besides wedding planning? I tried acupuncture for the first time. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm hoping that I can find a physical therapist instead and see if I can do that, uh, go that route. But we'll see. I'll keep you updated. And then with training, we are starting new training phases. That's true. We are in a new phase. Uh, we're actually Derek's going two be separate doing routes. All the fun stuff. Ash has been having a lot of problems with her back lately, which I think <laughs> she's been keeping everybody updated on on the stories on Instagram. Kind of. Uh, I've, so. I've been like. I won't lie. I yeah. Uh, She's downplaying it on Instagram. If is that what you're yeah. gonna say? Well, I say like I like give them an update and then I like go lift 200 pounds. Then I like give them another update that it's bad. Then I like lift 200 pounds. Like I'm doing mixed. Right. So she hasn't been uh, <laughs> mixed walking signals. the walk, so to speak. She yeah. hasn't been following her own advice. No. Uh, and so now I've created a separate track for her on our program to where we're going to hopefully rehabilitate some of those issues and build her back up just like we did three years ago when you first started. Was that three years ago? No, it was like four now. Four years four ago Four or now. five. And so we're going to rebuild her. And in terms of what I'm doing, I'm going to stick to the phase and the, the plan that I had mapped out for us. Going to keep deadlifting 405 uh, pounds. But I think one thing I, because I haven't talked about our progression so far with this phase and you've had an injury streak uh, but in terms of my progress over the last eight weeks, it's been awesome. <laughs> like I've actually seen a lot of progress. <sighs> Ashley's getting pissed off as she's listening to me say this, but I want everybody to realize that we're utilizing the same concepts and methods that we're implementing into the custom program and the perform program. And I'm seeing 
great results <laughs> in terms of strength adaptation, uh, general like work capacity adaptations. And so I wanted to just share that with everyone to let yeah. them know it's not about how fast you can jump back into things. It's a steady, progressive program. Mm-hmm. You know, before starting this this program, my lifetime PR deadlift was, you know, four, I think 475 or 480. You know, my lifetime back squat was 405, uh, maybe a little bit heavier when I was bodybuilding. But the point is, I'm not touching those numbers now. However, I've made a lot of gains throughout the last eight, week, eight weeks in terms of getting heavier loads back on the bar, moving with good technique, moving pain-free, which is even more important. Mm-hmm. And so it's all about patience is what I'm getting at. And, uh, you can't think about what you used to do, what you could be capable of. Start where you're at and slowly and progressively work your way through. Yeah, we should do a whole episode on like how you how you've worked through not comparing where you used to be. I don't I I'm still working through that. It's a work well, in we progress. Should, we should do a podcast episode. Okay, we write can do down. that. We'll, we'll write that thing down. Anyway, the point is Get on the Perform program. Get on a custom program. They fucking work. <laughs> the end. Yes. Mic drop. And I sound salty, and it's only because I'm salty with myself. Not, not only not did, that Derek's doing well. Not only does she sound salty, folks, she was rolling her eyes and gritting her teeth as I was explaining all yeah, of that. Because fun. that's how psychopathic she is <laughs> when it comes to it's this It's only stuff. because I'm very competitive. <laughs> it's it's an issue, but we're going to just move on. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I forgot where we were been. I think we were on life updates. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we have any other life updates. The only other life update I have is that I started reading Oh yeah. Rebuilding Milo. Can I just like interject here real real quick? Sure. This morning, y'all, he goes, "Ash, I want to do four assessments that I went through with Rebuilding Milo." And I think you're going to uh fail at everyone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, why? I mean, cool. why not? It's assessing back pain. You have a lot of it right now. I, I think you will fail them all. We'll do them after this podcast. I genuinely hate you. Uh, anyway, if you haven't heard of that book, go check it out. You can type it in on Amazon. Rebuilding Milo. Uh, it'll pop up. It has a figure of a dude back squatting uh, on the front of it. Uh, it's all about essentially assessing and treating uh, movement related issues, pain, you know, movement pain related issues and how to reconstruct yourself and address those problems uh, through not only physical therapy and mobility and flexibility, but through training as well. And you said it's geared like if you are not a coach listening, if you're just a person yeah, if you you're a human like being, good for that. Yeah, if you're a human being, you can read this book. You don't yeah, need to be a really practitioner. Cool. Uh, I don't know if anyone listening has read any of uh, Kelly Starrett's books. It's a very similar concept to that. However, Kelly's books are very. You have to have. You have education. to have the vernacular, the education to truly understand all the concepts and methods that Kelly talks about. But in rebuilding Milo. It is much more user-friendly. It's really designed to be a manual that anybody could utilize to not only help self-diagnose, but also to take to your your physician or your orthopedic you know, specialist and get yourselves on the same page, mm-hmm. right? And make sure you understand how you want to address these issues that you might be dealing with. Mm-hmm. So super cool book. Um, I don't want to attempt to pronounce uh the name of the author because again i think i'll just butcher it but 
it's the founder of Squat University, mm-hmm. right? And someone listening can correct me on that or, or provide the name. Uh, but again, I don't want to butcher it on this first take, so we're just going to cruise through. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, anyway, in terms of ballistic updates, not a lot has changed. We are still finalizing sourcing the, uh, the garments for the second round of the apparel. Uh, I think we can give a little preview of it's going to be a theme mm-hmm. and it's going to be different than what we've done before in terms of <laughs> colors. Yeah. So uh, those are two little, little terrible, not fun, entertaining things, <laughs> right? Uh, Just know I'm pumped. Yeah, it's going to be sick. Uh, anyway, so we'll hopefully be able to release those to you soon so you can get an idea and get your pre-order in there. Uh, but besides that, I don't think there's a lot going on business standpoint-wise. Nope. Ballistic is, is doing well, and we're continuing to develop and refine all of our processes. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, in that case, let's get into the conversation today. Ash, what is our conversation about this afternoon? We are chatting about why you need to stop chasing the trends. Boom. <laughs> Quit chasing them. Right? With fitness and nutrition? Question mark? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Period. Yes, period. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> can we speak the whole conversation like this? Let's spell out every word. <laughs> anyway, okay, go on. So, uh, guys, yeah, we're we're talking about why you need to stop chasing trends, and by trends, we're talking about trends both in the nutrition and the fitness space. So, nutrition-wise, you know, like these twelve hundred calorie crash oh, course God. diets that you see. Uh, you know, keto at this point is crazy popular out there for no reason. It is. Uh, even paleo and zone and all, all these fad diets that you see, the carnivore diet's really big right now. And really talking about why you need to stop pursuing those things. And also in terms of fitness, why you need to give up on these six-week challenges, 30-day shreds, uh, all the fancy, flashy, sexy shit that you see on TV or on Peloton or Beachbody or just these programs in general that someone is standing on a BOSU ball doing a single leg pistol right squat with the front rack loaded unilaterally and uh then they're hopping off and doing some kind of plyometric movement a backflip yeah i'm just trying to think of something ridiculous you don't need to do that shit mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about what you should be uh pursuing and why so uh you know, when we're talking about nutrition one thing i want to say and i got this from ec sankowski with optimizing me nutrition is that nutrition is not about specific food choices. What I mean by that is you don't need to follow a diet that only allows you to eat specific foods. Mm-hmm. You don't need to only eat, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of examples here. For the carnivore diet, for example, you don't only need to eat those lean proteins and then uh, some you know, fat and minor carbohydrates associated with it. Yeah. I mean, even keto. Yeah. Like, for keto, you don't need to avoid all carbohydrates, mm-hmm. right? Except for vegetables. You don't need to pick and choose these foods. Nutrition is less about picking and choosing specific foods. It's more about eating real nutrient-dense foods and eating them in adequate amounts and understanding the greater concepts that are associated with that. Mm-hmm. Right, not about can I eat X, Y, or Z, or X, Y, and Z bad or good foods, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then with fitness, it's very similar. It's not about picking specific exercises. You don't need to follow a program just because they do boxing combined with hit training, or 
pick a program because they do all quote unquote functional movements, right? There are, you need to understand the greater concepts that surround and the basic concepts that surround fitness. Now, the reason we're talking about this in the first place is that everyone is looking for the quick fix. Everyone out there, all of you listening, whether you want to admit it or not, you're looking for a way to fast track your progress. And, you know, we've, we're not immune to that. We're, we've been guilty of that as well. But the truth is that there are no quick fixes. There is no secret stuff or secret formula to achieve incredible results at a faster rate. What we're really focusing on is that the fact that, yes, there are trends out there and these trends are attractive because they typically have a fixed duration and they do produce results, the kind mm -hmm. of results that you're looking for. But those results aren't due to the fact that you're eating specific foods and performing specific exercises. Those results are due to eating more or higher quality foods restricting the quantity of food that you're eating and increasing your overall activity. That's what's producing results on these challenges and these trend diets or these fad diets. It's greater quality food, lesser quantities of food and increased activity and significant changes. Yeah. And yeah. And drastic, uh, changes to your daily like habits and, and behaviors. Yeah. And so the problem with that is it's not sustainable. We talked about this in a previous episode, especially with fitness, or excuse me, especially with nutrition. These fad diets are not sustainable. Yeah. You are not going to avoid uh, carbohydrates and beans and legumes your entire life if you're following paleo. Yeah. Well, you're I always say with like people that come to us saying they've tried keto or they want want to try keto, it's like, okay, well, when you go out to dinner with your friends, are you not going to eat carbohydrates when they're on the table? Yeah. And like the same thing goes, we didn't bring this up, but intermittent fasting, that's a huge yeah, that's a popular one where people are like, well, it works really well for me. Well, like what what works about it? Are you really not going to... Are you going to say no to social gatherings past 9 p.m. because you can't eat and they're going out to eat? Like, what? what's the point in that? Well, that and the question I always like to ask members about that or, or even friends and family when they bring that up to me is, okay, you, you're, let's use intermittent fasting again. You come up to me and you ask me what are my thoughts on intermittent fasting or you come up and tell me you're doing intermittent fasting and I ask you why. And your immediate response is because it works or because uh, X, you know, Sally saw great results from it. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, but do, do you even understand what it is? Do you understand why it could potentially work or what the purpose of that specific diet is? Yeah, it's you know, literally the only thing. It's cutting down the time that you're allowing yourself to eat. Right. And if you use keto, for example, you're coming up to me and saying that you want to do keto or you're currently doing keto and you say it works. What is it doing that works for you? Like you said, Ash, what is it actually doing anything? Or do you just think that you should be doing keto because you saw some Fitzbo doing it on Instagram mm -hmm. who is promoting it because it has fantastic results when really 
the keto diet is not meant to do with anything associated with improving body composition. The keto diet was originally designed to uh, cultivate ketosis mm -hmm. to actually address, uh, and now that it's slipping my mind, but it's uh, an actual condition. I'm trying to think of, it's not epilepsy, I don't believe, or is it epilepsy? Mm, it might be. I'll have to do further research on that, but that was the original intent. Okay. Was that ketosis would help hinder, or excuse me, would help uh, reduce those symptoms associated with that condition? Yeah. And again, I'm gonna have to look it up after the show. So if someone knows listening, you can comment on this post. But that was the original intent. It didn't have anything to do with weight loss and and changing body composition. Mm -hmm. But now, because once again, it improves the quality of foods that you're eating. Everybody's associating it with those mm -hmm. things. But it all goes back to what we said earlier. These diets aren't anything crazy. They all essentially target quality and quantity of foods mm -hmm. and restrict those in some way, shape, or form. Uh, but everybody has their own spin on it, so they all appear differently. Mm -hmm. But in reality, they're all targeting the same thing. They're changing the quality of food that you eat, and they're limiting the quantities that you can eat. Yep. And then with intermittent fasting, it's limiting the time frame in which you can eat. Mm -hmm. now, which is causing to a reduction in food like you just right, said exactly if you can not binge during that mm -hmm. time period and then in in regards to fitness it's all of these the problem is all, are all of these flashy complicated and ineffective programs right you don't need to be doing a thruster half rotation <laughs> you know punch and kick i'm just combining random shit together you don't need to be trying to add or make these movements flashier. You don't need to be doing some kind of complicated training program. There's a reason that things which we'll get into in a second have been around for hundreds, if not thousands of years. It's because they work and they're effective. You don't need to make them flashy and add a fucking uh, mini glute band into all of your movements because that's what's hot right now in the industry, right? So... Uh, in regards to what we need to focus on and what you should be focusing on instead of chasing the trends, number one, in regards to nutrition, it's just eating real nutrient-dense foods. That's it. And maybe you can elaborate on that. But that's really, for 99% of the population, that's what you need to focus on. Yeah. No, I think if you can start there, I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. You don't need to worry about limiting the amount of legumes that you're eating or the yeah. fact that you're eating quote-unquote too much fruit or that there are yeah. natural sugars in fruit so many things in the like nutrition industry or nutrition realm is like limit this limit that no like think about the things that you can add that are beneficial yeah absolutely yeah don't get caught up in all those details that a lot of which are complete bullshit that, yeah again aren't benefiting you that it just, just causes anxiety in a social situation. It's exactly. like, oh, well, I can't have that nut. Well, and it's like, you start labeling good and bad foods. Yeah. Things you can and can't eat, so mm -hmm. to speak. And so that's really it for nutrition. Now with fitness, again, very simple. You need to stick with the basics. You need to squat, deadlift, lunge, pull, push, carry, uh, condition at various intensities, and perform some kind of basic body maintenance as well as just live a physically active lifestyle. Now, that, that sounded like a lot more, but we could basically just say you need to train quote-unquote functional exercises, live a healthy lifestyle, and take care of yourself post-workout. Right? That's really what we're focusing on there. Yeah. You, you meant, did you mean active lifestyle? Yeah, what did I say? Healthy. 
Okay. But I meant active, active Both, leads to right? healthy. <laughs> active lifestyle. Uh, and that's all. You don't need to join the latest and greatest fitness trend. You don't need to be doing 27 different beach body workouts every no, week. No, it's, it's, I don't want to say harmful, but it's not doing you any good. Yeah, you don't need every movement to be, every workout to be high intensity. You also don't need every workout to be super heavy. You need to just stick with and train the basics that we just discussed. Squatting, deadlifting, lunging, pushing, pulling, and carries. Mm -hmm. And then obviously conditioning. You need to get your work capacity up. And that's it. That is all you need to do. Mm -hmm. Even in some of these really big brands like CrossFit, like Orange Theory, F45, there's some shit going down in those facilities and in that programming that doesn't need to be there or that is incredibly ineffective and is only there to draw you in, mm-hmm. right? I know at Orange Theory, they incorporate those mini glute bands in a bunch of exercises that essentially do nothing in terms of creating a more, a, a greater adaptation, mm-hmm. right? So it's that kind of stuff or using the BOSU ball while you're squatting to quote unquote, improve your balance and your kinesthetic awareness. Just cut that shit out. And how about you squat with good mechanics, mm-hmm. right? Just focus on the things that you know are proven to work. Now, the problem is that everything we just said, people don't want to hear that. Yeah. People don't want to hear that they need to focus on the basics. They don't want to hear that, oh, they just need to eat real food off the shelf that doesn't have an expiration you know, or it doesn't have a nutrition label. label stamped on it. It's not pre-packaged and processed. Mm-hmm. No one wants to hear that it's going to take time and they have to be patient because no one wants to invest time, energy, and effort uh, that's needed to move the needle in regards to fitness and nutrition. Mm-hmm. No one. Yeah. And, you know, with that said, it's likely due to the fact that we live in a society that's addicted to speed. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all about instant gratification. We want things to be delivered as quickly as possible. We want to be able to click on something and see it as fast as possible to the point where even if my internet is going at, you know, That's a, a tenth of a thing. second slower <laughs> than what it typically does, I'll get frustrated because the page didn't as load as fast as what I'm accustomed to. I literally just thought of that. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where, yes, we're addicted to speed. And the fact that fitness and nutrition and health are not correlated or associated with speed is incredibly frustrating to people. Mm-hmm. And because we've been conditioned to search for the fastest method, the best deal, the fastest shipping, the most effective programming, when in reality, it's the basics that are going to push us forward. Mm-hmm. And so really, as you know, as fitness professionals, health professionals, nutrition coaches, registered dietitians, we all need to be preaching the same message. And that's that everyone needs to adopt a new perspective. We need to embrace patience and simplicity as they relate to fitness and nutrition. And we need to place greater value on mastering the fundamentals and building the basics. Because those are the things that set you up for success in the long term. You are not going to get anywhere if you try to go with the latest, greatest fitness trend and the most quote-unquote effective fad diet because you've heard it worked for X, Y, and Z individuals. All that's going to do is accelerate progress for a very temporary amount of time and then lead to you most likely crashing and burning once you reach the end of that road. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it really is about focusing on the basics, embracing patience, and working at this one day at a time. 
that trends are not going to push you forward. They're going to bring you one step forward and then three steps back. Mm -hmm. So pursue the things that matter. Pursue the basics. Pursue greater fitness, greater nutrition through simplicity. Heck yes. Love it. Anything else to add there? I don't think so. Awesome. Well, again, guys, another shorter segment. We're just trying to make Actually, them... I do have one thing. Oh, love it. <laughs> just relating to all this, like the trends are not going away. Like there are always going to be a new fad diet, a new trend that looks flashy that you want to do. My biggest piece of advice, go through your social media and unfollow. Purge. Like seriously, though, because if you're constantly seeing, I even notice it with myself and I wouldn't say with fitness and nutrition, but like you can just get wrapped up in it. It looks really good, really cool. So don't let yourself see it. Follow people that are preaching like the long game. Yeah. And just preaching reality. Mm -hmm. 99% of these folks that you see on Instagram, they either have the genetics of a Greek god professional photography well yeah there's professional photography as well or they cycle their nutrition just like most professional athletes do to look a certain way for a certain amount of time but don't show it when they're in that off exactly they don't show it on the down phases they Mm -hmm. only show the peaks they only show when their body fats at six percent or ten percent for the ladies or less and when they are at their peak no one is showing the off season when their body fat percentage is a little bit higher they don't look as lean they aren't as fit that is not sustainable for 99 percent of the population 99 percent of you listening would never cycle your nutrition just to look good for a certain phase or period of time aside from maybe a vacation right that you're really or a wedding that you're really really trying to look good for But even in pursuit of something like that, it shouldn't be so drastic that when you do reach that point, then it's a drastic 180 when you revert back to previous habits. Mm -hmm. The goal is to maintain a physique or health, you know, not health, maintain a physique or maintain a lifestyle that is sustainable for the long run. Like you said, Ash, you should look a way that you like to look almost year round it shouldn't be this cycle of okay i look really lean and now i'm going to gain 20 pounds Mm -hmm. okay now i need to get lean again now i'm going to gain 15 pounds and going through that cycle that's not health Mm -hmm. that's not a picture of health right so sustainable results is what we're looking for absolutely love it are we wrapping it up we are all right guys uh thank you so much for listening we will see you next week bye y'all hey guys thank you so much for listening to the podcast Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, we cannot thank you enough. If you enjoy what you hear on this channel, please head over to iTunes, head over to Apple, whatever you want to title it, and leave us a five-star review. You can even drop a comment in there as well, but that's how we gain more recognition and we can reach more people and change more lives through this platform. And also, feel free to share this on Instagram, Facebook, whatever channel you're checking us out on please like, tag, and share this content with your friends. Again, that is how we reach more people. That's how we cultivate more caring, confident, and capable people throughout this journey that we're on. Now, if you're not following us on all those platforms, be sure to head over to TikTok, head over to Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever it is that you like to consume your content because we are putting out new material on each of those platforms every single day. 
Uh, once again, guys, we are so grateful and thank you to have you listening and tuning in not only here, but across all of our channels. And we will see you next week.